Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Good morning, everybody. It is the beginning of a new broadcast week here on Political Coffee, the show where we we truly want to give you um, ammunition, if you will, to be able to make persuasive arguments through having persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. So today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. I will get back to We don't have any interviews today, so I want you to, to listen, hopefully, with, with some... Um, desire in your heart to use what you may hear today to truly have conversations with with people that you know are kind of on the fence or kind of paying attention i want to talk today about a piece written by dr larry arn who's the 12th president of hillsdale college a private university in Hillsdale, Michigan, with a long, long history, chartered in the 1800s. I have, I've been there, and I have uh, talked to professors and students uh, because they teach liberty. They teach the Constitution, and they do it without taking a dime of federal money. Therefore, they're not subject to the federal government pushing up or pushing things that just are wrong. He wrote a piece last year called The Way Out. Now, he, he delivered this speech in Overland Park, Kansas, on November 18th, 2021. So this is some months ago. But it is absolutely prescient for our times. Because we have elections coming up, folks, and that is a piece of how we reverse this great republic. We are a republic, folks. We're a constitutional republic. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. And it is being reduced as he writes, to despotism. And I want to get in with not only citing the issue, but also how you fix it. Because this is everything having to do with what's going on in Oregon, folks, and everything that is going on from the pandemic and the response to it, the so-called woo flu. But before I do that, a couple of other things that, that need to be mentioned that are specific to Oregon. One of them being the, you know, we talked about Shamia Fagan setting the stage for 
an unconstitutional racist change in Oregon's tax law in terms of your property taxes. Well, the Ben Bulletin ran the headline, expect lawmakers to come for mortgage deductions. Now, therein, it's right there signals the death of any proposal. Bend, as you know, has become decidedly leftist. I think you'll see a pushback to that this time around. Um, And I hope there is, and I believe there will be. And I'll talk about that because yours truly is mentioned in a Willamette Week article about it came out last week about one of these Republicans might be your your uh, next governor. But the bottom line is that when the Ben Bulletin and its leftist bent, which it used to be much more um, moderate, has moved to the left. I mean, they basically fired the staff, the the. Um, the editorials get written in some other state. Okay. Anyway, when they're saying when they're they're setting the stage for a pushback to this, as there should be. That's notable. It's notable for this entire conversation that we're having today. Now, keeping in mind this is an OregonWatchdog.com story from the Taxpayers Association of Oregon. The fourth fattest Oregon state government is the fourth fattest and biggest spending per capita in America. Fourth. Now, now let me let me just say that again. So when you're having persuasive conversations with people who are persuadable, you might make mention of the fact that according to numerous sources, Oregon state government spends more per person in America is the fourth highest spending, and it isn't enough. And in fact, during the so-called pandemic, Oregon received nearly $5 billion in COVID funds. And much of it got added into the baseline of the budget, which means they have grown government. For them to be able to sustain the cost of growing government, they're going to have to keep feeding the beast with more money. Now, the likelihood of us going into recession, irrespective of what Jay Powell said last week, who was lying through his teeth, is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And we will know about the about 30 days from now because we will likely see a dramatic reduction in the first quarter in terms of GDP, national GDP. If a recession happens late next year, and I think it will, if that happens, where's Oregon going to get all this money? Well, I can guarantee you they will try to pass something, maybe in a special session, before they know they're going to get their clocks cleaned in the November 2022 elections. 
Because you see, they can read the polls. They'll declare some kind of a crisis, some kind of a reason to have a special session. And they will pass change into your constitutionally guaranteed or limited property taxes so they can have more money. So local governments can have more money. That means that the state government can send less to the local governments because they're getting more from you. See how that works? They get to keep more money to hide the PERS problem that they will have. And they will have one, folks. Keep that, again, when a liberal media outlet warns the backdoor property tax, which is what it is, folks, you know something big is about to happen. Also, one of these Republicans, that story in Willamette Week from last week by Rachel Monahan was on the 16th. She went to the River Church to watch all of these, well, the prayer service for the governor's candidates, followed by a question and answer time. So as to be informed about how to pray for them in the future. And, you know, Many of you go to Pastor Lou Wooten's uh, church there. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, and that's actually, you know, for Rachel, it's a pretty good article, to be honest with you. But I will tell you, I mean, the whole thing is about the GOP is still nursing a massive hangover from the last election. The last election was Newt Bueller, folks. Yeah. The hangover is we are tired of moderates being our candidate to go up against, in other words, Democrat light to go up against a lying Democrat governor or lying candidates who try to hide their true intentions. But then when they get into office, they go hard after you and slap you upside the head. And anyway, they, um, quoted me in the article, and I am quoted here, and I'll read the paragraph prior to it, and then I'll get into today's topic about the way out. Rachel wrote, a competitive, unpredictable GOP primary promises an especially meaningful prize, the chance to face a Democrat when most Oregonians think the state is headed in the wrong direction. Now, this is liberal Willamette Week. This is Rachel Monahan, who's not a conservative, folks. She's acknowledging, as is Willamette Week, that most Oregonians think the state is headed in the wrong direction. That's a profound opportunity. Then she quoted me. This is an accurate quote. And I give Rachel great credit for that. She quoted me saying, quote, if the right message can be delivered to the right people with enough frequency to hit home, and I think this could be a year for a Republican governor, even a very in a very blue state like Oregon, unquote, says former state rep Jeff Krupp, Republican of Sweet Home. No, Republican of <laughs> sublimity, folks. Oh, well, one time director of Americans for Prosperity, a Koch brothers group. He had to throw that in. And then she quoted Lars saying everywhere you turn, there's a bad issue for Democrats right now. It's a very tough choice to make. We have a weight, a wealth of talent, rather, on the Republican side. This year is their best shot, she writes, perhaps in four decades to win the statist 
the state's highest office. Three reasons why. Oregon Republicans nearly always win at least 40% of the vote in statewide races. Number two, Virginia could be a harbinger of this election cycle. And I get quoted again here, quote, about this particular issue. I have never seen anything quite like this at the most basic grassroots level. We've got national politics. We've got geopolitics going on, war. And we've got a very unpopular governor in this state. I mean, you start adding all this stuff up, not to mention inflation. Yeah, people are looking for alternatives here. Number three, Oregon's race for governor has a well-funded centrist third party candidate, Betsy Johnson. Now, let me just say this. I was in a meeting with Stan Pulliam. He, uh, on Friday, he indicated that their polling shows that Betsy Johnson takes two Democrat votes away for every Republican vote that she takes. And their polling shows that if the election were held as of a week or so ago, Betsy Johnson would get 17% of the vote and Stan Polium and Tina Kotek would be tied at 39%. Now, this is very much in line with what Rachel Monahan is acknowledging in her article here, and I will have that on the show plan today. Because even Donald Trump got 39% in Oregon. Newt Bueller and Bud Pierce got respectively in the low 40s. Bottom line is, with Betsy Johnson in the race, a Republican can win with 40% of the vote. That ought to scare the living heebie-jeebies out of the Democrats and means they will viciously destroy Betsy Johnson every chance they get. The 620, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. I'll get to the piece about uh, Larry Arn, The Way Out. How do we fix what's broken in America and in Oregon? A couple of things i got to remind you. If you are in Yamhill County listening to my voice, or if you know someone who is a voter in Yamhill County, please, oh, please, oh, please ask them if they have not yet voted on the recall of Yamhill County Commissioner Lindsay Bershauer. This is her second recall from the left, still reeling from their defeat of the two school board members of the Newburgh School District while they've gone after Lindsay. Folks, the ballots have to be in tomorrow. This is why it's important. If you know someone in Yamhill County, they've gotten a ballot to vote for Lindsey Bershauer. Please ask them if they voted and ask them to vote no on the recall. Her great sin was stopping light rail from her own deceitful staff. Yes, and they deceived everybody. They hid it. The fact that this little bike trail that the left is all upset about, it's not about the bike trail. The fact that the staff hid in their own application that they intended to move it into light rail later. 
That's deceptive and that's wrong. She voted against it, along with the other conservative, Mary Starrett. Funny how they're not going after Mary Starrett. It was all about the last election and how Lindsay was elected. That's why the left is going after her. Freedom Meeting and Air is a great organization here in the Mid Valley. They've been around well over 40 years because they do something better, really, than just about anybody else, period. Emergency services. Something's not working right. Folks, we're going to have maybe a couple of days of 70-degree temperatures later this week or midweek. If your air conditioning is not working, you need to get it fixed. Give them a call. They'll come out and they'll fix it for you right away. 503-580-1456. Freedom Heating and Air.net is their website. Freedom Heating and Air.net. Corby writes me an email about InfoWars posting that there might be a global deep state assassination of Joe Biden when he travels to Europe next week. Why isn't he giving them everything they want? They like a weak America. Larry Arn wrote this piece about the way out. And I will have this on the show plan. He says there are two questions pertinent to our times. How would you reduce the greatest free republic in man's history to despotism in a short time? How would you stop that from happening? The answer to the first question has been provided in these last two disastrous years. The answer to the second has begun to emerge in recent months. Both are worthy of study. Now, keep in mind, this speech was given in November of last year, and we are now halfway through March. And it holds very true. He says to establish despotism, you might begin with building a bureaucracy of great complexity that commands a large percentage of the resources of the nation. He talks about distributed across agencies and the cabinet departments, including 20 or more independent agencies. Did you know we had that many in the federal government? that are independent of elected officials and thus independent of the people. It's already been done. And he mentions how many people in America today know in civics how the CDC works and under what authority and who is at its head. It's not Anthony Fauci. By the way, Emerge this weekend, if you talking about, well, it might be too late or uh, it might be just too early to call the pandemic over. And, you know, we got to have these tools because we're probably going to be another one. Hint, hint, like just before the election of 2024. And then Larry goes on to talk about what if a new virus proliferates around the world and then how the CDC just says you got to close down. And, of course, we found that there was this study done uh, that said that the lockdown hurt us and there was nothing to help. And then he says, to pull this off, you would have to have a willing media. Now, he talks about the bureaucracy is staffed with people who graduate from universities, universities that indoctrinate from the left. And then he says the media are trained at the same universities that invented the bureaucratic state. 
the same universities the senior bureaucrats attended. This is so true. You want to get hired in Washington, D.C., you better go to Harvard, to Yale, to Brown, to any of these far leftist Columbia, like Obama did. He said the media would be willing to suppress, for example, the fact that 50,000 doctors, scientists, and media researchers signed the great Barrington Declaration. That reminds people you cannot suppress a widely disseminated contagious virus through shutdowns and mass isolation. And that if you try, you will work immeasurable destructions of new kinds, unemployment, bankruptcy, depression, suicide, multiplying public debt, broken supplies, changes, and increases of other serious health problems. Some of the signatories to this declaration come from the most distinguished universities in the world, totally silenced by media, silenced and suppressed by big tech. And then he says, you would need some help from businesses too. Big business, whose leaders are educated in the same universities that conceived the bureaucratic government and trained the bureaucrats and the media heads. Now, there's a lot more to this. More importantly, on the other side of the bottom of the hour break, we'll finish this up and we'll get to the solution. And the solution is what's going on in Oregon. Believe it or not, 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. We'll go to the phones in a moment. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. Mo, thanks for sending the email about our hateful competition in Yamhill County. Yamhill County community discussion on uh, Facebook. This is a good example of the hateful intolerance that some recall supporters think is acceptable. And it's pretty ugly, folks. That's why, again, if you know anyone in Yamhill County, who's in your sphere of influence, and they have not voted on the recall, please contact them. It all has to be in tomorrow. So they can't put it in the mail today. They've got to go turn it into a Dropbox or or put it into, you know, the county clerk's office. The election is over tomorrow. Unless, of course, you know, all those ballots that get dropped off today by the fake left, you know, they get put in the mail today under Oregon's new law. They get to be counted for a week. At any rate, let's destroy the leftist narrative in going after Yamhill County Commissioner Lindsey Bershauer. Again, vote no. Something that you should vote yes on is, well, giving a call to Pfeiffer Roofing. You know, today is, in fact, it's raining out there right now, and it's going to rain a good share of today. 
if your roof is leaking or you know that it's really getting close to being on its last legs, you really ought to call them. Pfeiffer Roofing, been in business here since 1978. Second generation family owned company. They can replace your roof or they can repair it or they can clean it, especially with moss, which will destroy your roof a lot faster an asphalt shingle roof than what you think. They can clean your gutters. They can fix your gutters. They can also spray on Roof Max, which extends the life of your asphalt shingle roof. It's this soybean-based product you hear me talking about. It's all natural. doesn't hurt pets. doesn't hurt the environment. They spray it on, and it literally soaks into the asphalt shingles, the pores of it, and it gives it new life. It comes with a five-year guarantee. All of this is available at Pfeiffer Roofing, so why don't you give them a call? They'll come out, look at your issues, give you a free estimate how to fix it. Talk it over with you. Take pictures. Show you the pictures. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Visit their great website, PfeifferRoofing.com. P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. The um, Larry Arn article that we're talking about has a great quote from Winston Churchill. And I'm going to give you this quote, and I'm going to let it sit there because I want to talk to Art, who's on the line. We are relying, uh, th- this is me talking here, based on the, the Larry Arn piece. We rely on experts. That's a critical error. And it's one that young Winston Churchill recognized and he pointed it out because Fauci said this over the weekend and he said it months ago the people who criticize him especially Senator Rand Paul are criticizing science and he represents science that's dangerous he said he's the expert right Well, here's what young Winston Churchill wrote to H.G. Wells in 1901 quote Nothing could be more fatal than for the government of states to get into the hands of the experts. Expert knowledge is limited knowledge. And the unlimited ignorance of the plain man who knows only what hurts is a safer guide than any vigorous direction of a specialized character, meaning an expert. Why should you assume that all except doctors, engineers, etc., are drones or worse if the ruler is to be an expert in anything he should be an expert in everything and that is plainly impossible the takeaway expert knowledge is limited knowledge and it is unlimited ignorance of the ordinary plain man who knows what hurts It's a better guy to listen to the people. Right now, we're hurt. We've had our fill of masks, of lockdowns, of forced vaccinations. We've had our fill of high inflation. We've had our fill of corruption in both parties, by the way. We've had our fill of it. We know what hurts. Parents know. We know. We better stand up. 
And the antidote to all of this is actually happening in Oregon. But I promise I go to the phones. We'll go to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Facts, not fiction. I'm glad you're talking about Hillsdale and Larry R. Great man. Great man. <clears throat> and what I wanted to state, Jeff, is if you want to be able to have knowledge to persuade this persuadables, you need to take advantage of what Hillsdale provides to the American people. They sent out a million, Jeff, constitutions to people this year. And they're free online classes on the Constitution are a must if you want to be able to persuade the persuadables. Hillsdale deals in facts, and that's why they're probably the greatest college in the United States of America to battle uh, what we're facing here in Oregon. So I wanted to jump on and say that if you're really serious about defeating the Democrats, check out the free classes, knowledge is power, and uh, it would be a good thing for all the listeners to do as we head into the elections. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's not only good for the listeners, and, and I'm glad that you reminded me about that. There are all of these great free classes on the Constitution, a number of other things. But I, I'm going to say to you, uh, Art, that I think also it's a good reminder that candidates for office ought to do the same thing. They ought to go to Hillsdale College's website and they ought to take advantage of these free courses on the Constitution. I, Art, I'm going to tell you, I would have acted well, agree, differently Jeff. as a legislator I if I had had a better grounding in the Constitution. That's why I encourage people to do that to this day. Knowledge is power, Jeff. We only win, okay, if we change the narrative. And we can definitely do that. We have God-given rights. And yes, we do. We should That's demand right. we get those rights. But you got to be educated and know what you're doing. So, as you say, you could persuade the persuadables and defeat the Democratic Party. Thank you, Art. A uh, great reminder of an opportunity that we all have. And again, if you're going to, as Art points out, Art, I'm going to let you go because I want to. God bless, Jeff. Yeah, thank you. If you want to persuade a persuadable, encourage them. First of all, go to the Hillsdale website and then look at these courses, free online courses, and do them yourself if you haven't, number one. And then secondly, share that with other people especially those individual persuadable people. Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker. She won the best of the Willamette Valley because, quite frankly, she's good at what she does. And what that means to you is you get a better deal in selling your home or maybe a better deal in finding the right home for you. Why don't you check it out? She's got a great website called RebeccasGotHouses.com. It's all one word, RebeccasGotHouses.com. Or give her a call, 503-269-0747. 269-0747. So how do we fix the despotic 
direction of big business that hires lobbyists? I mean, why do you think it's impossible to get um, this exemption that social media has, Google, Facebook, Instagram, in censoring us? Because Congress, Republicans and Democrats, get a lot of money from these same companies. Big business educated at these universities, the leftist universities, in concert with big media, in concert with the bureaucracy, have nullified and let us down a direction that is leading to despotism. The answer to fixing it is what we've done in Salem, what we've done all over the state of Oregon, and what Larry Arn talks about here. And frankly, it is what this show is dedicated to doing, persuading persuadables. And you do that by example. He talks about a small restaurant, 30-year-old diner, in a town five miles, small town five miles north of Hillsdale College. Mitch Spangler, folks, you may have seen him. This restaurant was founded by his father. Died. He's buying it from his mother. They support 20 employees. He fought back against the lockdowns. He refused to surrender, like several restaurants did here, like some gyms did here, like Courthouse Athletics. He got huge fines. I'll get into the benefits of that when we come back from the 648 break. And there's another thing. And it is also what's happening in Oregon. B. Hopefully. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Anna sent me an email. By the way, you can send me an email to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news, and I will do my best to read it on the air. Anna said, I was under the impression you were going to talk to Ed Deal Who's running uh, in my for my old seat, which is a newly redrawn district, House District 17 here in Oregon. Uh, on today's show, she writes, I sent you an email about it. As you know, did I get it wrong? Yeah, uh, I misspoke last week, Anna. And my apologies for that. Uh, actually uh, had Ed uh, spoke at a meeting that I was that I host uh, once a month. Uh, on on Friday, uh, last last week, got a chance to meet him, got a chance to hear him speak, uh, and I am uh, intending to ask uh, his competition in the Republican primary, which is Beth Jones, whom you heard last week. I intend to ask her to come and speak at that meeting um, in in about a month. Uh, also, but we will have Ed Deal tomorrow. On this show, we'll do an interview with him again. He's a former businessman, airplane pilot like me, uh, who is running uh, for the House District 17 seat, Republican nomination for that. 
It is a 23 percentage point Republican advantage district. So it's pretty safe to say that whoever wins this primary is going to be the next state representative from that district. That district now is constituted to be in in, uh, East Salem area, um, kind of along the Highway 22 corridor all the way back up in to the canyon. It no longer encompasses Lynn County, and it no longer encompasses uh, actually my old farm. Well, it kind of my old farm is is actually still included in the district, but just barely doesn't include around the Silverton area that I uh, was privileged to represent. Anyway, uh, Ed Deal is on tomorrow's show, folks. So you'll have an opportunity to hear him talk and hear me ask similar questions that I ask of, uh, of Beth Jones. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. So the Larry Arn piece. Standing up and fighting. The wheels of bureaucracy, again, this is the despotism, and we saw this here in Oregon, right? All over the state. In Oregon, they did the same thing they did to Mitch Spangler in Michigan. Visited him repeatedly. Not threatened fines, but also levied fines. But he stood firm, just like Trudy's did down in in Springfield and others, just like John Miller did, owner of Courthouse Athletics here in the Salem area. And kudos to him and, frankly, others, including my my friend Daniel, owner of um, a great little gym out in Staten, who refused to also close down. And the same thing happened to them that happened to Mitch Spangler. People showed up in droves, getting more business than ever. Because these businesses were saying no, they were standing up to what everybody knew was just wrong. And that, my friends, was inspiring, powerfully inspiring. Larry Arn wrote that Spangler was fined and threatened with forcible closure, but he persevered, never backing down, and his business did well. On a typical weekend, not only locals, but supporters from the neighboring states of Indiana and Ohio lined up outside to show their support. That's the first thing. Some people just said no, based on the Constitution and my rights, I'm not going to allow you to force this kind of tyranny on me. Sort of like the same kind of tyranny that was forced on our founding fathers, which led to the Revolutionary War. And then he talks about what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, a very blue county. And he gives the history of what happened, the CRT training, uh, the LGBT, the gender fluid boy who raped a girl in one school and then they transferred him kept it quiet to another school and he did it there this is the one where the father of the one girl was arrested that led of course the national school boards association calling on the biden administration to investigate and to describe them the perpetrators of literally going to a school board meeting 
and voicing their opinion, which is allowed under the Constitution to their elected officials, being labeled as domestic terrorists. And Merritt Garland, the U.S. Attorney General, instructing the FBI to investigate these parents. Well, the pushback was powerful. And what did we get? Well, we got these two different stories because Hillsdale County is a deep red Republican county. But Loudoun County, Virginia, is deeply blue. What do they have in common? Reactions against violations of our rights, rights that we have by nature as human beings. This is happening here in Oregon, folks. We have to stand firm. This is why the rejection of the two Newburgh school board members, the recall efforts, is so powerful. And the parents coming together, forming Newburgh Strong and now McMinnville Strong and now Dayton Strong. And I understand a Salem Strong is forming to fight the left. And these are parents and these are people, these are first responders, cops, firefighters who opposed forced mandated injections that some say is deeply damaging people's lives physically. We have rejected it because we have by rights certain inalienable rights that government cannot take from us. This is how we fight back. This is why the recall effort against Lindsey Bershauer must fail. This is why we continue to need to stand up for school board candidates, because frankly, the battle for this country is in the school boards right now. And in our small town city councils. If the left can take over small town city councils and school boards, they can run the table on us and destroy our constitutional republic and make it a despotic regime with the powers of our constitution that give rights to us being ignored and trampled by bureaucrats, by media, by big business, and by courts. But the election of this next governor is so important. It's also important for you, if you're looking for a contractor, to talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, RighteousRenovations.com. He's somebody you can trust. Check out his website. You'll see what I'm telling you is the truth. RighteousRenovations.com. Back tomorrow with Ed Deal, candidate for House District 17, my old district. And your comments and call and uh, things. I'll, uh, I'll have all of this up. Thank you.